Hello, my dear friends. It's good to talk to you today. That was fun the other night. Five hours. It was pretty good. I feel like I could go six or seven, tell you the honest truth. Uh, I really, uh, you guys get me going. You feed me. And so when I see you suffering, that just pulls me even more into that. So good job. A lot of you guys, I hope you can get your remedies going, uh, get yourselves focused on your diets. I just offered a TikTok 10-day grape diet. 10 days. Can you do it? Can you go on grapes for 10 days? That's the thing. Just grapes. You will clean yourself out. You will, uh, you know, if you've got skin conditions. Now, when you go 10 days just on grapes, for those that have never done that, my students have done that for months. Uh, we've had one lady that's juicing for years. It's amazing, you know, the health benefits of what you get. The nutrition, you can't get better nutrition anywhere. Where do you get better nutrition? Grains are dead, beans are dead, animal meats are dead. Where do you get your nutrition? The living foods, grapes, apples, peaches, pears, you name it. Bananas, one of the one of the best nutritional foods there is on the planet is a good ripe banana. And notice the only food that ripens nutritively after you pick it. So it's amazing when you take a look at these uh, fruits and berries and melons, the power these foods have to electrify your cells, to hydrate you and to turn you on. So have fun doing that for those TikToks there. Remember I talked about this new science. I kind of like this magazine so far. New scientist, take a look. They call this your second skin. Alright, guess what that is? Connective tissue. They're doing a story on the connective tissue of the human body on this one. And I it's long overdue. The problem is, who knows about it? We do. This is naturopathic, right? Connective tissue, you learn that whenever you study uh, cell uh, uh, cytosis. You know, when you're studying the cell, uh, the whole morphology of a cell, you're, you're understanding the different types of cells, the basement layers of that connective tissue. What holds everything together? Connective tissue, right? So when you see varicose veins, spider veins, you know you have a weakness in the connective tissue. All right, so how do you get a weakness in this connective tissue? A couple things. Number one, when you eat an acid ash diet, that's the area that generally gets robbed is the connective tissue. And especially when you're eating meat and beans and grains and things like this, all that acid ash goes into the blood if you can absorb. Probably a good idea that a lot of people don't absorb well. But that will go right into the blood. Now, you just change the pH nature of your blood. That is not in the plan. Matter of fact, a little change in the pH of the blood could mean your physical death. So you, you don't want to play with that. And that's why all these foods are ravishing everybody of calcium. Their muscles uh, prolapse, the bowels prolapse, and pocketed diverticulums. I mean, I just did an iris analysis yesterday. <laughs> I mean, to tell you, that bowel is riddled with diverticulum. Uh, 
and prolapsing and things like that. And this is what you don't want because a colon can fold over itself, you know. And when you lose that connective tissue, you're losing the integrity of strength that holds the body together in every way, shape, or form because this spills over into tendons, muscles, you know, everything else like that. So uh, the connective tissue is a big deal. What endocrine glands, question, quiz, what endocrine glands are mainly responsible for connective tissue? Thyroid, parathyroid, specifically parathyroid, but thyroid's got calcitonin. So that whole movement of calcium in the body. Now what controls those two endocrine glands? the pituitary so a lot of people have the pituitary and don't realize it matter of fact uh, some eyes I was doing over the weekend holy moly this one lady had a degenerative pituitary on one side her other side was hanging in there so when you look at this little bitty pituitary gland you know and half of it's degenerative it can cause some major problems you know, and this is part of the problems. We have, man has eaten foods that are just not foods. You know, they call them foods, but, you know, these are not foods that vertebrates eat. Matter of fact, you know, you, maybe a coon will go out and eat some of the stuff man eats, but <laughs> I'll tell you, a lot of animals don't always eat what man will eat. But isn't that interesting? Uh, your second skin, I don't know if I'd call it the second skin or not, but definitely pretty cool how they did that. The Matrix and you. Pretty cool. Yep. Matter of fact, here's another one. Um, they've got some pretty good. Uh, matter of fact, take a look at this one. This is pretty, pretty cool. This is out of the same people, and I, I love this. Earth blobs. Is that cool? Look at this. The sounds that Earth makes inside. That's pretty cool, huh? There's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. One could never, ever. I mean, it, you have to be in consciousness to be able to perceive the magnitude of it. The mind has no clue of the extensiveness of this. Um, could you address on a video? Thanks. Okay, let's look at this. Now, this is from Julia B. from Canada. What does Dr. Moore say about hydrogen peroxide protocol with 35% food grade uh, peroxide drops in water increasing? You know what? I haven't heard of hydrogen peroxide treatment in you know how long? Oh my God. Matter of fact, I had a gallon of high grade back here in the refrigerator for years. Uh, I don't even know what do we do with that. I don't even remember. You know, back at the time and back in the day uh, everybody was concerned with oxygenation you know more oxygen the better you have ozone o3 you got all these levels and the problem is these are going to be toxic to us you know everything in balance now, here's the problem man eats foods that are acid forming foods man has created a very acidic inner condition within his lymphatic system that has broken down the kidneys kidney failure take look around it is literally everywhere and the kidneys are your main eliminative organs for inside waste you know you got waste inside you got waste that are not inside yet which is the stool you know colon poo poo you know that's undigested matter or digested matter and the byproducts of that there can be if you notice when you fast there can be a kicking of waste 
into the colon, believe it or not. You can see a lot of mucus coming from the wall. As a matter of fact, one of the things that you should see when you start detoxifying going on raw is a lot of mucus in your stools. And that that's in the wall there. So you can imagine when you start seeing this stuff coming out, you're going, oh, where did that come from? What did that block? You know, because any obstruction to the flow of energy, whether it's mucus, proteins, viral, whatever you want to name it, doesn't matter. Whenever you have an obstruction to the flow of energy, you have disease. So basically, that's what the whole gig is, is detoxification. And it is nature's program, not ours. We're just following the, the rules of nature. Because when you study science a little bit, we know at least a lot of the rules of nature. Now, some of them man doesn't think about. One of the sad ones that I kind of ratting on the preachers and priests of our time is that you guys never taught karma. I don't think you ever knew it enough. You reap what you sow. I don't think you understood that enough to be able to teach it. Because when you're being uh, brought along spiritually by uh, beings that love you, uh, that's one of the things you're going to learn is everything you put out, you get back. Simple law, an important one. But then you can't bitch when you see stuff coming back at you. The problem is you got to figure out, you know, did, when did you do that? Yeah, you should never know that kind of stuff probably, but it's enough to say that to create new, to get rid of the old is to live in the present moment. Don't create new pathways of activity. You know, new, new uh, uh, adventures and stuff. That's fun stuff. But if you're dead set on getting your health and understanding the universe and how it was put together, do that first, then go have some fun on this planet. Because then you'll have fun on this planet detached. It won't get to you. You'll be like that primal survival guy. My God, that guy's good. I couldn't believe that guy. Primal survival. He is unbelievable. Good looking, dude. But... Went through the Amazon, everybody's bitching on naked and afraid and all that kind of stuff, you know, about surviving something. This guy goes, nothing. It was amazing stuff there. So, I don't recommend them, to be honest with you. I, I was going to use them a while back, and years ago, actually. I mean, 20 years ago, at least. So, uh, no, we don't need that. How do you block oxygenation, you know? Uh, first of all, how about lungs? cleaning of the lungs, if you want to increase O2 saturation then, you know, get the other thing and check your O2 saturation, see what you're uh, saturating. You want to be 99 at least, you know, and, and that is how well you breathe, uh, the openness of that. Uh, you've got a lot of congestion and mucus in the sinuses and the bronchi and the lungs, and so this blocks proper oxygenation, uh, all types of things. So again, learning proper breathing, uh, hydrating, that, that, that's real key. In a dehydrated scenario, you lose your breath. Notice that. You know, the more acidic you are, you, you're the loser. You're the loser in breath. You're the loser in all ways. When you start hydrating and become alkaline, that breath is unbelievable. The power of the breath is amazing. The prana, the life force. You know, that's some of the problems. You can get a heck of a buzz just breathing in the nectar of the gods, you know. But again, you want to be in nice places where you breathe. We have global air, and a lot of countries just don't care what they put in the air. 
China is one of them. So you have extremely acidic air. Notice how they're all wearing masks? That's because it's burning people. You know, I was down in the DR years and years ago. Uh, we kind of helped the dictator that time, the Presidente. Uh, his wife had uh, pancreatic cancer, so we got rid of that for her. And uh, so he was going to give me the, uh, the old dictator's mansion. And so I flew over, uh, went to Puerto Rico and met a naturopath, and we flew over to the DR. Boy, no, no catalytic converters. My, I burnt so bad I had migraines. And, you know, we were going to have a healing center, but you can't have a healing center in the midst of... Uh, uh, toxicity and bad air and everything else, you know, and so the world needs to help itself and pick itself up. But this is a good question, and uh, hydrogen peroxide, I do not recommend it. Be careful. You know how bad you can burn yourself? You just don't need to worry about that. What you need to do is get into an alkaline hydration. There's nothing beats proper hydration, and that comes from living foods. You know what's funny to me is that man seems to dance around his diet. You know, man just wants to eat what he wants, and, and who gives a hoot, and then you load me up with supplements. I'll take uh, hydrogen peroxide. Really? Food grade? Ugh. I mean, you're talking uh, real strong stuff, guys. But a lot of people have been doing it. A lot of people did it. Uh, I'd say I've been 50 years now. I'd say hydrogen peroxide has been involved for 50 years. I remember people talking about it when I had health food stores. And that was in 1971 or two. So urine therapy was hot back then. A lot of this crap just keeps circulating around and circulating around. Get into the power of the raw. Get into the power of the living. Get into the power of waste. <laughs> I mean, that's just an idiocy. You want to get into the power of the living, the power of, of, of raw and energy and that sort of thing. And that will then clean the body nicely, rebuild the cells, and you don't have to worry about it. Could be a job for some. Some have a lot of genetic weaknesses, yes. Some have a lot of lymphatic problems, yes. But... If you stop and think about it, you were put here for this reason. You were put this information in your face. And so it is for you to use and find your way to Wellville, you know. But you got help. And we've been doing this for so many years now, we'll be glad to help you. But I do not recommend hydrogen peroxide at all. No, no, no. Not good. You want to you, you pump the oxygen? Then learn how to breathe from the abdominal, thoracic, breathe properly, fill the lower lobes, fill the upper lobes, you know, and work it that way. Get up into the mountains somewhere, uh, you know, where you have a lot of forest land, where you have a lot of pure oxygen. That's really, I mean, that's strong stuff. It'll pull the mucus out of you if you breathe too much, you know. That's in one way of breaking up the mucus in your lungs is bringing oxygen into those lungs. <laughs> You know, that'll do it. I used to do that all the time, to sit there and breathe in, dominantly, thoracically, breathe it in, and pretty soon, you know, and that's a, oxygen's great for that, but balanced, okay, balanced. You unbalance yourself, you know, that's when you get into troubles, you know, so you want to stay as balanced as possible. Now, the lymph system. This is Patrick. So I am getting this correct. In this recent video from a few days ago, you said that the, any ailment is caused by acid cytokine, and that presence of acid cytokine is caused by poorly functioning lymph system backed up, 
back up of the normal metabolic acid waste in the sewer system. And that poor lymph function filtering is caused by poor kidney function. So what exactly causes the kidneys to go downwards? Protein. Protein is probably man's biggest problem that he got lost into is the overconsumption of proteins. So bad, in fact, I remember I on America, this, uh, they were on cow's milk and stuff like that, but this, this farmer was feeding his cattle urine-soaked newspaper for protein. Tell me that we've got some problems with awareness out there. We were farmers. We never pissed on a newspaper and then gave it to our cattle. I mean, some of this is over the top and through the woods and past grandma's house. You know, I mean, this is crazy. And it's like you don't feed. When you notice, when you started feeding, when they started, you know, this is the idiocy of the Monsanto and all these assholes that don't know a thing about health that has ruined and wrecked this planet. Sorry, but I've had it with these people. They're so narcissistic and above everybody, and they're responsible for the harm of millions and millions of people. These are global uh, uh, sick people. Sick, 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 sick. Right? Look at the primate. Look at the homo sapien. Look at omnivores. Whenever you feed an omnivore, now that one you could say requires more protein or eats more protein type foods than homo sapiens and primates, which is exactly true and more than your herbivore friends. Herbivore friends are, are a species, we're a higher species yet. Higher species start losing eating dead animal meat. If you'll look, the cat is obvious. All right, you got to have, you know, some uh, uh, kind of like what's going on now, uh, a little bit of uh, population control. <laughs> God, but so you have to have that in nature, no question. And that's why you see what you see there. You know, it's horrible. When you see an animal go grab another animal and eat it alive, then not real pretty. But it's the way of nature, and it can be as gruesome as bad, and it can eat you up as well. So it's just, you know, this is a very serious stuff. You have to know the rules of survival within this world, or survival is not fun, you know. And proteins has been the biggest lie man's put out there. Oh, you could probably perpetrate it from the Dairymen's Association, the Cattlemen's Association, for sure. Uh, you can go into all these different associations and see them pushing the use of meat. The sad thing about that, you're pushing a product that is very harmful to people. You know, I remember when the Cattlemen's Association went after, um, oh, uh, own, what's her name? Uh, but went after her for saying that hamburger was bad for you, that meat was bad for you. The problem, she won, but the problem, she has a right to say what she wants. I have a right to say what I want. And the problem is, they factually can't back up the fact that, uh, or an idea that meat is healthy for you. There's no facts out there that's, that's not bought and paid for. There's no scientific evidence to show that eating dead animal meat's healthy. If there is, it is totally bogus because there's no way that eating dead tissue is healthy. You're an incomplete food. Uh, that's not, you know, when you look at a piece of meat, it grew out of probably vegetables and fruits. 
You know, you eat a cow, guess what the cow ate? We do not eat carnivores, and neither do you notice that with fish. Nobody eats very few carnivore fish, and fish, carnivore fish don't like to eat other carnivore fish. They'll kill them, but they don't like to eat them. And this is the problem, because just what does your flesh smell like and taste like when you're a dead animal eater? See, and that's the problem. Think about it. Look at it. Realize it's smell. Look, smell a fish when you pull it out of the water. How fast does a, a fish start putrefying when you pull it out of water? That's why you like to keep it in the water a while, right? So anything that putrefies, which it goes into your body, you man putrefies meat all the time in his body. Man eats so much meat, it's not even funny. And yet man is not a meat-eating species. You can claim that all you want if you want to eat meat. Man can eat it, but he pays a stiff price for it. Look at the World Health Organization, right? Yeah, they don't have a lot good to say about those guys, except they have done a lot of protein studies all linked to colon cancer. So the studies are out there linking protein to high-protein diets to colon cancer. It's been out there for years. So there's a lot of studies. Plus, it changes the demeanor of a person. You give a person meat all the time, you have a totally different uh, individual in the way they hold themselves, the way they see things, and everything else. That's why in prisons, you should never serve meat in prisons. No way in hell. And all the walls should be painted nice and blue. <laughs> you know, settle people down a little bit. You know, get all this agitation and irritation and anger out of people. All this protein just irritates the uh, liver and creates anger. Anytime you irritate the liver, you create anger. Well, look at this. You know, people try to become free from alcohol and stuff, but your very diet is an alcoholic diet. Whenever you combine protein and starch at the same meal, you just created alcohol. Whenever you put watermelon on top of oatmeal, you just created alcohol. You know, whenever you mix a fast digesting food with a slow one, you just created alcohol. So it, the way you look at it, I said this for years, man's an alcoholic just by the way he eats. He needs that stimulant because he doesn't eat dynamic, healthy food. This is dynamic, healthy food. This energy goes right in, loves the cells, feeds the cells higher levels of consciousness, takes all the pain and agitation, all the skin problems out, and makes you feel good and powerful gives you endurance, gives you the ability to comprehend beyond one's imagination. Take a look at these children that you, that you ladies and the guys are raising now on raw and you're using the brain and nerve and on them. <laughs> these kids are like way out there in an awareness and intelligence, not just intelligence, but awareness. You know, what, intelligence is one thing. Awareness is everything to you. Without awareness, you're pretty much a leaf blowing in the wind and uh, pretty much a victim of whatever. So these protein diets are the killers and they're not man's diets. Anybody that claims that a homo sapien is a meat-eating species doesn't know what they're talking about. Need to take a look at the inside workings of all the vertebrae, like I did, tore them all apart. Let's look at the guts. Let's be a veterinarian now and let's take a look at all the stomachs, the links, the, the ribbing, the non ribbing, the smooth GI tracts of the carnivores. You know, look at all the major differences. And it's all right there in your face because man wants to eat something, because man conditioned himself to, to like something. Well, that's up to you. You know, I suggest you recondition yourself and start 
plugging into the living fruits, berries, and melons because this planet's in some serious trouble and those with a lack of awareness are not going to fare well. You know, you, those only are learning how to be aware and powerful and strong so others don't come in because you've got visitors. Hello, I don't think any of you don't know that by now. A lot of visitors. Phew. So in the same video, you mentioned that non-natural diet degrades the GI, but then how does an irritated GI compromise the kidneys? Same chemistry, you know, same chemistry, man. You know, it's all, whenever you absorb, you become systemic, you know, and that's all this acid-ash stuff, all of that. And then, of course, we absorb uh, all that chemistry, and that goes to the urine. Um, becomes urine so you know a lot of that goes to the kidneys hell yeah matter of fact anything that gets in has to go out that way you your GI tract is really still not inside the body yet not really and so when you get into the GI I mean you get into the body that's when you start you know the urine and all this other stuff but we absorb proteins all the time and that's the, the funny thing is when you go back to uh, A and P realize that there's when you break down protein you got hydrochloric acid releasing pepsin right so we're working for the uh, polypeptides peptides and what's next amino acids so in the in the breakdown of protein structures we're going back to back to simple amino acid structures which is what was in fruits and berries and melons and vegetables all along Thing that has structure has amino acids. That's what gives it structure. But then we're already completed structures. We don't, unless you're pounding and pounding and pounding and requiring a ton of amino acids. If you're doing that, that's when you go to the uh, uh, alfalfas and the things that are packed with amino acids and minerals. You know, and then you, if you want to build up like that. But I can tell you, there's not too many primates that uh, are deficient, even on the uh, uh, greens. And uh, primate, basically, I don't know of too many people that feel like they can walk up to a primate and slap them upside the face. Uh, you know, so that's our species. And as close as you can get to that, and these are non-meat-eating species, and so is the herbivores. You get into the meat-eating species down into the omna and then into the carnivores, of course. And so you just, but man's just put himself into the omnivorous category. But you're not. Homo sapiens are not omnivores. Dogs, hogs, bears, and chickens. And if you feed all these animals too much protein, guess what happens to them? Feed your dog too much protein. This is what's been that's what's been killing all the dogs. Why they're into kidney failures and stuff. You know, and if you want to pull your dog out of kidney failure and pull your dog out of that, you don't give them meat. You know, you move to the fruits and the vegetables and whatever you can get them to eat. Man, they do better. Their coat does better. They do even better. You know, not a lot of animals do well on dead animal meat. I mean, you look at carnivores. They sleep all the time, 20, 22 hours a, a day. 22 hours of sleep a day? That's only two left from heavy meat eating because it is so acidic, so energy-robbing. That's why if you look at a carnivore, they'll go to the gut, you know, the intestines where you have these antelopes and all these animals eating grass pre-digested protein works perfect for a cat. Matter of fact, I remember years ago, I had health food stores, they had this pre-digested protein crave, you know, pre-digested proteins. Seven people in New York City died that month from pre-digested proteins. I remember that 
like the back of my neck. The, uh, these pre-digested protein, no. This is, I don't know how man got lost in that, but he got away from living foods. He got himself in a very, very, very bad way in health. The average homo sapien is extremely sick. They have no energy, they have no power, they have no awareness, they're stuck in all these uh, gossiping in lower states, and uh, you know, it's time to, 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 to grow, to come out of this. Uh, and it's going to be forced on us, so take a look around. So yeah, whenever you absorb, you're into the blood, now you hit the kidneys, right? And, but you see all the other effects of protein absorption as well, you know? And then, you start to set up this cat ionic environment. All right, when you're eating all these proteins and all these cooked foods, you're setting up a cat ionic environment systemically. What does that mean? What's a cat ionic environment? It is an acidic environment of agglomeration, of uh, deterioration. I mean, when something dies, something's got to, some type of chemistry has got to break those atoms. Get, we got to get the atoms because remember, this is a created universe. We need atoms to make new things, right? Well, you just can't just grab atoms out of the sky and go, I got a bunch of atoms. No, everything's already built. Something has to change its atomic structure to give you more atoms, to free more atoms so more different atomic structures can be built. I mean, when you take a look at that, it's crazy. Physics can get crazy. And taking a look at how uh, atoms are rearranged constantly and that you have birth, life, and death because of that. We need atoms, you're going to see the rainforest go down. You know, the more man builds on one side, the more teardown you're going to see on the other because you can't just, again, just grab atoms out of the sky. You know? So one has to think about things like that. But man, it just goes on. He don't care. He doesn't think of other people. doesn't think of the future. He just goes, hold on, anything for him, greed, all these wealthy, greedy people. You know, I was looking at this guy that tore up the rainforest. He was actually president of the rainforest at one time. Now he goes in, secretly logs the rainforest and stuff like that, you know, claiming it's good for it. I mean, just all kinds of nasty stuff. But remember, this is just creation. You're just an actor on a stage that you created, and now everything you experience is just what you set up for it. When you realize there are laws in creation that kind of keep things kind of balanced and in, in motion, then you have to realize some, some what they are, especially when your health depends upon it. Uh, in this light, how do acid-forming foods compromise the internal organs? The absorption of nutrients. The absorption of proteins. Proteins just don't stay through the bowel and go down and out. That's the problem. We absorb them. Like I say, thank God we have a lot of malabsorption. But you see a lot more malabsorption in the colon than you do in the small bowel. Therefore, we do have a fair amount of absorption going on. And when you absorb proteins, that's when you start smelling. You smell yourself. You know, if you eat hogs, pigs, you'll start smelling like hog. You know, I can smell people that eat hog meat, and it's like, <laughs> oh, I won't even get into that, but David Wolf was on, uh, that was funny, he was on, um, oh, what's that long black-haired guy's name? He was on American's Got Talent for a while. He's, he's a radical dude, but 
David Wolf was on there and he claimed he could smell a woman depending upon what she ate. And so they did a big thing about that, uh, how it creates body odor and things like this. So it's like, <laughs> it gets really messed up out there. David Wolf, I haven't heard from that cat in a long time. I wonder how he's doing. Remember the uh, naked guys in the tree? And he was, we, he was growing some herbs for a while and going along pretty good for a while, but I don't even know what happened to him. You know, sometimes when you're not brought up in this, you take on things like hydrogen peroxide or you take on things that I went through that, no, no, you know, that we learn not to, but it's out there and it's just, it just sounds different, urine, drinking urine, stuff like that. It's like, <laughs> no, we've got to start getting excited over the living, over the good food. Matter of fact, the mango, I'm a candidate, the mango factory, oh my God, it's open tomorrow. And this is the home, the home of the Valencia Prides, baby. Those are the mangoes that big. I've showed them through the years here. My mango trees, got it this year. 27 degrees fried our mangoes, so we don't, we won't have any mangoes this year. So I'm hoping Pine Island down here. Oh my God, Jensen used to come to the house and then we'd go down there and load up on them. Oh my God. But they got all kinds of mangoes down there. That's like mango heaven. They've got lychee, because I got lychee, but not ready yet. But that uh, Pine Island is a place off of Fort Myers, Florida. That's uh, fruit haven, man. Coconuts, woo. Mm. Delicious. Got a Vietnamese lady down there. She's got a nice spread, baby. She got some uh, exotics. Mm, I've been down there in years. Good stuff. Now, why would the body not just excrete these non-foods rather than poisoning itself? Okay, it's a good question. These foods create a cationic environment. And a cationic environment is an environment of agglomeration. You ever uh, work out really good or you have a, a strong workout or maybe you had a heavy work day and you wake up the next day and you're stiff and sore? How come your body got how come that how come your body didn't get rid of acids as soon as it created them? See that's the problem. Man has got agglomulated and that's what you have to understand man. That under the acidic sky, all these protein diets, and it's not just the protein, you got beans, you got grains, you got dead animals, you got pasteurized dairy products, all these set up a very mucousy cationic environment. Nobody moves in a highly acidic cationic environment. You have dehydration. So your fluids that you think is going to clean this out of you don't move anymore. And you can feel them when they don't. You feel stiff and tight, pain everywhere. If you ever had arthritic pain, ask yourself, how do you get arthritic pain then? How do you get any disease if the body can eliminate what you put in it? See, and that's what you don't understand. The body can eliminate a lot of this stuff because it sets up an environment of non-elimination. That's why you want the electrical side of life. It, it's all set and it's, it's elimination of its, its skeletons are so much more electrical. And, and for sure, meat constipating, dairy products constipating, uh, grains very constipating, beans extremely constipating. Well, how do, you, how do you supposed to eliminate when the food you're eating constipates you? How do you supposed to eliminate waste when the, the chemistry of the food you're eating gets inside of you and then creates a highly acidic environment? How do you deal with that? See, you've got two environments you've got to think about. You've got blood environment 
Okay, what's the other environment that is three, at least three times bigger than the blood environment? You have the lymphatic environment. That's a mucus environment. That's a cholesterol environment. That's calcifications. That's all the acid environments. That's your elimination. That's your sewer system. So your sewer system, the more acidic it gets, the more it can't eliminate anymore. The lymph nodes swell up. All of this, you know, you can, you can, tea. Anytime you have a high level of alkaloids, but particularly tannins, the alkaloids hit the liver more than I'd say the kidneys, but the tannins and tea is full of tannins and all that. All these chemistries we bring into us damage the kidneys. It's not just the proteins, but you can go to the teas, the coffees, you can go to all these strong, strong acidic drinks. Uh, all these damage the kidneys. You got to pee it all out. So all of those damage your kidneys as well. That's a big deal. And funny though, when you turn all that around, you go to fresh juices, you go to fresh fruits and berries and melons and salads, your kidney problems and everything just goes away. Go back on eating the protein diets and there's what you see coming back on you. So you get to see it firsthand. You know, it's hard to understand, but not really. You know, you're digesting uh, chemistry and you're absorbing chemistry. Well, if that chemistry is acidic and non-electrical, not fun. It changes the whole body systemically. You know, you can add more and more to these questions of you. How do you get mucus up in your head? How if you just look at something that's mucus for me, you can feel your mucosa secreting mucus. I mean, ask yourself, there's all kinds of levels of thinking of this. Have fun doing it. In other words, we are looking for the root cause mechanism of kidney degradation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All that man does. All of it. You know. The proof of that guy is how I rebuild kidneys. See, I rebuild kidneys. You're on dialysis and all I rebuild kidneys all day long. And you guys have been rebuilding your own kidneys. How you been doing it? The chemistry you're playing with. This is all about the chemistry you're playing with. And this is a world of chemistry. So if you want to know why your kidneys go down, ask yourself what side of chemistry does it. You, you can't go any further than chemistry, bro. So now ask yourself, how's that happen? Again, you've got two sides of chemistry. Man has been living and sitting on the acid side of chemistry. He's burned himself up. And this is what you see. And you can fix all that by getting on the base side of chemistry. Isn't that funny? So it's right in your face how you do it and that, and it just shows you how all these proteins and all these types of foods have damaged our kidneys. Don't forget the drinks, the smokes. Oh yeah, if you guys, anybody smoking weed or anybody smoking cigarettes or anything like that, where do those acids go? Mm-hmm. You can feel them in your kidneys if you got kidney weakness. Absolutely. You know, so you got what you breathe, what you eat, what you drink, what you put on your skin, all that stuff goes right into you. Well, everybody's go has to go out the skin or kidneys to get out, or you're coughing it out, blowing it out. You know, you only have a few eliminative organs, guys. You know? And, you know, does this process happen when the chemistry of the food's getting targeting the kidneys? Yeah. I hope that helps you, Patrick, but that's, you know, it's just, ah. Our interfacing with chemistry 
you either have an anionic environment created or a cationic environment created. Most people are living in a cationic environment. Pain, swelling, fungus, uh, uh, tumors, uh, skin problems, uh, pain. Just keep on going down that line. That's all acidic, inflammatory line. And that's all through us. And remember, just you getting up and walking creates acids. Right? You getting up and working out creates what? Lactic acid, right? So all these, all metabolism creates these acids. Well, where does these acids go? To the kidneys. I mean, you got to realize we are interfacing with acids as much as we are with alkalis, and in most cases, humans are much more interfacing with acids. Matter of fact, those of you that are getting your remedies are doing it through the base alkaline sky. You learn that. You learn that acid foods are breaking us down as humans. We are homo sapiens uh, bodies and they require a high alkaline, uh, a high energetic alkaline source, which is your fruits and your berries. Those are the number ones for man out there. Uh, granted, uh, man has lived a long time without those foods and so it could take him a while to get himself back to anything civil if they haven't killed everybody on the planet yet. Uh, hi, Dr. Morse. I'm writing this letter to you right around your birthday. <laughs> so depending on when you read this, happy early or late birthday. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate that. A few years back, I went for an eye exam, which I had, hadn't had in years. The doctor informed me that I had the beginnings of cataract. Right? <coughs> Excuse me. So you know cataracts immediately are cholesterol. Cholesterol means that you're too acidic, of course, because whenever you're too acidic, okay, let's talk about that again. Whenever you're too acidic, what side of chemistry comes in to help you? And I'll give you a clue. You can end up going to Dr. Pimple Popper and she's going to have to cut these out. Lipomas, right? Okay, so what does a body use when it gets acidic? Lipids. That's why your lymphatic system is a lipid-based system, a cholesterol-based system. It's not a water-based system like the blood. Blood's got to get moving. It's electrical. It's got to go. Anytime you compromise with lipids, that can slow the, uh, the fluidity of something. And so that's why you see the difference between the lymph ability to move and the blood ability to move. But I tell you, this, uh, this friend I was telling you about of Jensen's that hit two spots and I could feel my lymph drain. I never felt lymph draining like that. You know, I mean, there's so much we don't know. Holy crap, you know, but we're getting it. I mean, we're chipping it off and learning together and everybody's working it and they're getting their healths back, their skin's clearing up, their tumors are coming out. You know, it's the best we can do. So you know immediately that you're too acidic, that your lymph system is backed up and up in the head area of sinus. So that's going to lead you to the bowels. You know, all, everything should lead you to the GI tract anyway. Clean it up, get the kidneys filtering, and then you start seeing all this coming out. But you know, by the time you're plaquing up in here, it's, it's some work to do it. All right? It's just some work to do it. So you always want to use circulation formulas, obviously, uh, just to keep everything moving well. But at the same time, you want to hydrate, hydrate. And you have to let the body do its own thing. You know, if you get too much intellectually involved there, even through hydration or 
trying to use uh, uh, hydrogen peroxide or anything else, trying to trying to get things done that that you know it's, it's too much. You know, when you wake up to these sort of things, the fear can hit people, and they really want to get going. I loved it. I fell right into it. I went totally fruitarian. Loved every second of it. Some people, they, you know, my mind was there though. I wanted out of body. I wanted travel. I wanted to see who God was. I, I wanted to see what the heavens looked like. Jesus said, "There's a lot of man. There's a lot of uh, levels in the heavens. Let's see them. What are they?" Well, then you get into the Bhagavad Gita, the Panishads. You start reading all the religious scriptures around the world. Uh, you start seeing the whirling dervishes and the Sufis and learning those great people. Uh, you got uh, you got a lot of religions you don't hear much about anymore. Uh, what was that one I was mentioning? The um, uh, you hardly hear about this group anymore. But there's so many great groups out there. But what's all of our goals? What should be the goal of all spiritual groups? To wake up. To discover who we are at the core of our beingness. We know who we are on the outside. We know at this level we have a physical body. We call that our car, our vehicle. We drive around. We know it's not us. We know we're just using it. We know we came into it, supplied by a couple of people. And so we know we're using that to navigate. Uh, how nice your car is depends on your genetics and the lymphatic system, of course, but we're learning that. I don't know if humans have time to redo that with what looks like it's coming. I don't know. But it's enough to say that you know a lot of you guys are rebuilding the internal engine and uh, having some very high experiences doing that. And so I would think most religions there are to connect you to who you really are. You know, you say connect to God, but when you got ministers and preachers that don't know who God is, I don't know how you can, you know, you can read a book and tell people, but you really want to know yourself before you can go out and tell others who it is and how to have that experience of the infinite. You know, so all preachers and priests need to, to spend time going within themselves and learning out-of-body travel because this is just something you're going to drop anyway. You know, this is just a vehicle we're using. Well, you've got a few more that you're using you probably are unaware of. The astral and the causal are two of the bigger ones. And your causal is the mind, your main mind that you use to create and navigate. The higher part of the mind, you start getting into other areas. And you uh, Easterners know that as cosmic consciousness. But, you know, you want to know? Go looking. You know, open your ability to see. Thought is what blocks your ability to see who you are. When you're engaging your mind, that's where your attention is focused. Wherever you put your attention is going to be your experience. You want to find out who your attention is. It's easy for me to look over here and put move my attention around anywhere, right? You too, right? I can look over there. I can look over there. But who's the looker? Yesterday I went to another eye exam done to update my reading glasses and I was told that the same by another doctor. I was told there was nothing I could do. It was just part of aging. 
You know, pretty bad when you're a physician, you've got a degree on your wall, you're proud of that degree on the wall, you've helped people with their eyesight and things, and then you make stupid statements like this. <laughs> but it shows you that allopathy has no clue to what causes anything. When you create an idiocy of a theory, like the germ theory and the disease theories, and you can't prove it, you can't back them up. Yeah, we all see bacteria and fungal problems, yeah, but you have to understand nature. Stop blaming the very being that created all this and understand how you invoked these issues. What are you doing that's creating these problems within you? You know, I mean, we can blame everybody around us. And you were you were brought in here and given this body. But remember, your experiences is what you needed to have. That's why it put you here. Those of you listening to me and, and going on the wrong stuff, you had to have this experience. This is your step up. This is your way to wake up and go on to higher levels of experiences. That is cool. Some of you won't do that. Some of you will look at this and take a little bit of health in and go off. I've had people come back to my clinic years. I've had people come back 20 years later and think, oh, I wish I'd have stayed with you. But no, they couldn't. They weren't ready. I don't blame anybody. You're not ready. When you're not ready, you're not ready. The door's not going to open when you're not ready. I stopped wearing sunglasses just about a year. I'm glad because I'll tell you, I've been adamantly opposed to sunglasses. You do not want to block full spectrum lighting in your eyes. Take your glasses off and enjoy. You're not sun gazing, but you want to direct indirect, enjoy indirect sunlight. You know, you have full spectrum lighting. Sad that we're breaking up the upper atmospheres and Van Allen belts, so we're maybe a little more radiation than we'd like, but uh, still. That's why it's even more important that we eat raw foods, is the radiation exposures that we're having. And all these uh, satellites and stuff, I mean, they don't care. And look at, look at Bill Gates. This guy is a maniac. This guy's nuts. A fruitcake needs to be locked up. You, want, you know what he wants to do with the Van Allen belt, right? These people like that, you've got to stop them. They can destroy a whole planet. I stopped wearing, okay, uh, also from what I understand, cataract is an inflammation in the eye. No, it's an effect of an inflammation of the eye. All right, cataract is cholesterol. That is an effect of inflammation. Now, what's inflammation? All right, inflammation is not a disease. Uh-uh. It's a natural immune response. The inflammatory response is not a problem. It is your body's response to what? chemistry. And what type of chemistry predominantly is the body inflamed against? Inflamed against? Acids. Not your basic alkalis, electrical. Are you kidding? It sucks those in. It's your acids that's inflammatory that initiates the inflammatory process. Well, what is the inflammatory process? We got histamine reactions. We've got all types of actions. Why? We need blood to come in, but we need something else besides more blood. What do we need to come in and help us remove? Blood can't remove. Remember that. It can bring oxygen. It can bring some electricity, some alkaline principles in there. 
But ultimately, which system in the human body is the eliminative system of cellular waste, of internal waste, which you create just by the activity of consumption, just by the activity of movement, just by the activity of a cell being a cell. These are all acids. Whether you eat a protein or not, you can eat all salads, all fruit, you still produce a lot of acid waste by the body because all things are broken down into acids. And that's why you have bacterial activity in your lymph nodes. Break down those three pH acids. You do not want a P3PH. I mean, you could, but you ain't going to be happy when you do it. So there's a reason for everything that exists. So why do we give someone antibiotics and destroy the bacteria in their body? Oh, we don't understand bacteria and we think they're the problem. Oh yeah, we've been lied to. Yeah, I get that one. Uh, what else? I mean, it just goes on and on and on and on. Allopathy is the most ignorant healing science on the planet and I can't call it a healing science. It is for surgery and, and, and an ER and that's it. Period. It. Outside of that, they're destroying a lot of things. Understand cataract gives an inflammation in the eyes, and I have icing my eyes for about 10 15 minutes every. I have been icing, icing my eyes for about 10 to 15 minutes every day and sun gazing in the. Ow! No! No! Whoa! No! Yeah, that's why you're getting cataracts. You're sun gazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. No, you're not going to burn the cataracts out with the sun gazing. Oh, no, they're going to get thicker, thicker and thicker. Oh, man, no. And you know what else you're going to do? MACD, man, MACD. You're going to get degenerating the, uh, the, um, oh, my God, the pupil and everything. I mean, you're going to see pieces of pupil. You're going to see pieces of the retina. I mean, you know, this is the, you're going to start degenerating everything. That's acids tear apart, man. So when you sun gaze, you're, that's bad. That's not good. Whoever brought that up, those guys need to have their panties kicked. They have made a lot of people almost blind by doing that. You do not sun gaze. Are you kidding? Oh, my God. Everybody seems like on this planet they want to get burned up. Burn me up, fry me up. I'll tell you, you sun gauge, you're going to get cataracts. You're going to get cataracts. And the other problem is cholesterol placking up here. Uh, you might want to call it amyloid or whatever, but the bottom line is, uh, honey, where did I park that car? You know? No, wrong, 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 wrong. I don't know what icing is, but... <laughs> Yeah, there's some nice herbs you want to eye wash and start getting blood and lymph flow going in the eye. Our eye wash moves blood and lymph. And that's what you're looking for. But you've got to be able to pull it down and clean it out of the body. You know, and how many people's sinuses are majorly obstructed? How many people's transverse colon is in a chronic state? About 90%, my guess. No, no, man. No, 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 my friend. My question to you, doctor, what else can I do for this beginning condition? Uh, 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 back up, stop sun gazing, use the eye wash, start getting your guts cleaned out, your, your kidneys filtering, and start moving this lymph. Very key. If you want to do anything, get upper circulation, brain and nerve, things like that, you'll start moving things around, but your hydration, 
You know, your cholesterol is an effect of acidosis. Remember that. Your, your lymphatic system is a cholesterol-based system, and that system is designed to deal with acids. The problem is, and you see it on all these shows, Dr. Pimple and everything, there's a point where acids agglomerate you to the point where you get all tumored up and uh, lipomed up and everything else. This is all acidosis. This is not alkalosis causing all of this. Uh-uh. I started following you right after the uh, lockdowns and I watched a lot of videos from the very beginning. I tried to listen to your recent videos before I go to bed. Ah, oh, thanks. I enjoy listening to you as I'm falling asleep. <coughs> your friend, Jill. Hey, Jill. Thank you so much, Dr. Morris, for taking the time. Yeah, honey, you want to definitely, you know, back up on what you're doing. You know, don't sun gaze. You want to get rid of those cats now. And the only way to get rid of them is get away from anything that's acidic. So again, I'd use the eye wash uh, morning and night. Get yourself up to 12 drops in an eye cup. Or you can go directly, but it'll burn a little bit. But you'll get used to that. But you'll start pulling mucus out of your eyes and stuff like that. And that's what you want. You know, get your lip, get these sinuses drained, get these, these bowels cleaned up, get your kidneys filtering, and get in that circulation. So see if you can't pull all this stuff out and get your eyesight back. You know, but use that and you'll see a lot of mucus coming out of there. Um, I don't know what icing of the eye is, but you know what? You don't have to play those games. This is chemistry. Chemistry is in real time. You know, you just have to get to the chemistry you're looking for and be patient. You know, when you wake up to this, you realize that, my God, our bodies are so full of mucus and so full of acids and genetic weaknesses and everything else. And it's like, oh, wow. And we're just now waking up to it in the 21st century. How insane. Well, now that we're waking up to it, oh, wow, we got all kinds of visitors now from all kinds of places. Oh, holy crap. Life is going to change drastically here real quick. Oh. Yeah, we'll never be the same, guys. And it's going to even get more intense. But thanks, honey. I mean, just be careful with the eyes, the sweethearts, right? You do not want to burn them. You do not want to burn them. Mm -mm. And sun gazing will destroy your eyes. Mm -mm. Well, I'm going to take off a little bit here. Uh, I know we got so I could sit here for days and go over these, these eyes. You use so much here, guys. I am telling you. It's hard for one man to get all this done for you. But um, each case here offers a lot of information for you and how you go about getting yourself back into a semblance of balance and health, good eyesight, you know, all of this sort of thing. And I can speak. I can dig deep in myself too, you know. And uh, we can all do it. But for those that are just starting out, have some fun on this. I've got your TikTok 10-day grape challenge. And I put that to everybody. 10 days on grapes, man. 10 days. That ain't nothing. <laughs> i got people done weeks and months. Uh, I've done, I don't know how many years of, of fruititarianism, but six months just on a mono. And some of you beat myself there. Uh, it's just incredible experiences incredible spiritually and opening and what you're awake to and what you see now more than what you didn't you know things come to you see things that you didn't see before because you're not trapped in thought when you're trapped in thinking you can't see nothing you're lost in all those thoughts 
and we move from one thought to another thought to another thought. I got to go over here now. I'm going to be over here. I got to see my cousin here. And then we're going to go over there. It's a constant stream of thoughts. How do you know who you are when you're constantly thinking? How do you have any fun to wake up and go, oh, man, ah. And those are the doorways to the God worlds. Waking up from thought is your grand opener to consciousness. You know what? And all you have to do is learn how to stop thinking. Well, that means you're going to have to watch your thoughts, right? If you don't watch your thoughts, then you can't stop thinking because your thoughts are dominating your awareness. So it's just working with that. Get any books on J. Krishnamurti. You know, I've talked about him for years, but he's a good one. Ekin Carr has some good teachings as well. Uh, Darwin Gross was good about the now. But in terms of really getting to the mind to stop thinking, I, J. Krishnamurti, he's, he's, he's one, was one good dude. Very, love that guy. So have fun with this. Have fun with the 10 Day Grape Challenge. And I'll be back with you tomorrow, probably, or the next day. Got a lot going on here. Love you. May the blessings be.